0: Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways. And tailgates and family vacations are all better with an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. One more plug. Today's show, Two Guys a Girl podcast, presented by Manscaped. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start saying Sound to amazing. my girlfriend. I'm presented to you by Manscaped. You can use the uh, call code 2Guys20 to get 20% off. While you take 100% of the hair off of your body. That is, that's the the line they sure use. 20% of 100%.
1: That was beautiful, Matt. That was absolutely beautiful in terms of plugs and everything. Um, Before we get started, though, um, today is officially launch day for the Draft Scout. And uh, it'll be tomorrow for you guys listening on Friday. But um, Mello and I would like to honor that with a celebratory shot to start the episode shot. So uh, shots we have come prepared to Finally. cheers to the draft scout. And if you haven't subscribed, please go subscribe. Cheers. We love you, Matt. Congratulations. Let's get this party started.
0: Tito's God dang it. Okay.
1: There
0: there go. Oh, that was a lot. Okay. Wait, you made no, Matt
1: no. do Tito's too?
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the, there's other alcohol in the office, but I, it's not mine to open. So I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm going to open this bottle of your alcohol so you can do a shot with it. To celebrate your day. Yeah. I,
1: I did bourbon like in honor of Matt. So
0: Thank you. Should you open somebody else's alcohol? I feel like that's, that's a... Yeah, That's a, don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't ever so. do that. Ask me if you're ever like, hey, can I open this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't open Matt's alcohol no. without asking. I am excited, though. It's been, you know, like eight months in the works that I, I knew I was going to leave Bleach Report, start my own thing. I think that news came out in like October or November. The wait has been terrible, which is why I published a 10,000-word mock draft this morning, That's uh, Thursday not morning. Not an exaggeration <laughs> nope. at all. Uh, I really missed writing. I really missed covering the draft. And I, it's just it's good to be back. And I'm going to go from our podcast tonight to a subscriber happy hour where I'm going to drink more. I'm going to have bourbon, but... Yeah, so like going to hang out, answer questions about the mock drafts. So it's it's good. I'm excited. Thank you guys for the – they shot confetti at me earlier today. There might still be some on me, and now we're going to – There was after we did radio. Yeah, yes. Definitely some confetti. Uh, so I uh, divorced Bleacher Report. Russell Wilson might be divorcing the Seattle Seahawks. Like that transition? Wow. Uh, You're right? such so- a professional. Right. I know. And so Russ basically said, and I agree with a lot of these comments. He said, listen, I've been hit like 500 times or something, 400 times in my career. Uh, We have to do something. We have to fix the offensive line. But this was his comments came after the reports came out that Seattle had received calls about him. And when that happened, even in the office here, we were like, yeah, okay. Call about Russell Wilson. Good luck. And then it was like, Oh no, wait, like this might actually be a thing. And I had someone who works in the NFL today send me this text and he was like, he's not happy enough to make this happen. Right. But this is how people in the NFL are thinking right now. He's like, if you're Jacksonville, don't you at least call like you have the first pick. You have God's gift to quarterback prospects, Trevor Lawrence sitting there on the board. I mean, don't you call, don't You at least call and be like, Hey, we'll take Ross. If you guys want to get rid of him and you can have Trevor Lawrence. And I've said this about Houston. It makes sense. Deshaun wants out the best chance to replace him would be with Trevor Lawrence. So why not do that? It makes too much sense. I think they're the only ones that even make sense at all. Like, I get it. Like, you call and you're expecting to get hung up on. But, like, Uncle Colin, like, you see the hot girl at the bar, you might as well say hello. Right. Right? That's what every (laughs) other team in the NFL is doing. Like, yeah, let's kick the tires on it at least. They're going to shoot us down, but we're still in the same spot we were before we call. So I get it. But the comments that he has been making this week, are weird. Maybe it's just weird for Russell Wilson to me out there speaking to the media. Usually he's like Mr. Boring and he doesn't give you any good answers, but it actually feels like for the first time in his career that he's giving you real honest answers about how he's pissed off that he keeps getting hit and all this stuff.
1: How, is, how dare you say he's boring? Mr. Unlimited. Um, that's the
0: worst
1: thing I've heard. <laughs> um no I just think it's so funny that the other like probably two episodes ago we were like can you believe that people are really calling about Russell Wilson like and now it's like oh wait he want, sort of might want out so like okay that's cool um yeah but I'm curious Matt um you mentioned Houston were you saying Houston should call or Jacksonville should call Houston
0: about Deshaun good right okay. like so you've but, pissed off Deshaun Watson he wants yeah. out he's requested a trade He's ghosting you. He wants out. So, unless you're going to take the hard line of, we will never trade Deshaun Watson, they would call him the player. We will never trade the player. Unless you're going to take that stance, isn't your best chance to actually replace Deshaun Watson Trevor Lawrence?
1: Yeah. So, you're well, going
0: to move. Him. I think you have to call Jacksonville. Be like, you know, we would actually take that if you're interested. I don't know if Jacksonville would be like yeah. Trevor Lawrence is that highly thought of that they might not want Deshaun Watson.
1: Which what is crazy. about? this is my worst nightmare, but what about Seattle and Houston having a conversation about their quarterbacks? Does well, that make sense? Yeah.
0: I don't think Russ has a no trade clause, but the thing with like any veteran quarterback, they're not, they don't want to go to Houston right now either. Like it's, yeah. it's just a mess down there. And they're like, even today, you know, word came out that they hired Dylan Thompson as their new character coach. I actually know Dylan a little bit. And I think he's a good guy and he's got, you know, he's super, super grounded, like they're just not reading the room down there. Like, so Deshaun's upset with Cal McNair and Jack Easterby and that whole process. So you hire a Jack Easterby guy to be the character coach. Like they're not, they're not reading the room. And by making these decisions, they're saying that what's happening there, that the culture there is what they actually want. So they're doubling down on the culture in Houston while saying that they won't trade Deshaun Watson and like something has to give eventually. Yeah, I think so too. And with Russell Wilson too, like the dead cap space that he has is so big that I don't even know if you can realistically trade him. Like, I know that with Deshaun Watson, he just signed that new deal, but I don't know that either one of these quarterbacks is going to be easy to move. Now we did see Jared Goff get traded. So that kind of opens things up. Carson Wentz is going to get traded when Mm -hmm. I I actually saw, I love this, Andrew Brandt, uh, who I think he sourced for sports illustrated. I apologize if he's somewhere else now uh, tweeted, you know, all like through December, January, he was like, you cannot trade Carson Wentz. He came out this week and was like, I was wrong and I'm sorry. (laughs) It's like, I like like it when guys do that. Like, just be like.
1: I appreciate that as well.
0: Yeah, no, right. Instead of the people who double down, I'm like, well, at the time you couldn't.
1: (laughs) I'm sort of curious though. Do you guys think that this is going to change how, quarterback contracts are set up because there are guys like Matt Ryan's, the Russell uh, Wilson's and things like that, that are difficult to move. And there are things, things change so quickly now. And now you're seeing quarterbacks say, Hey, I don't want to play. I would rather leave and be traded. And do you think that like this starts to like, sort of make teams a little bit more hesitant to sign those like massive deals? I don't know, like the ones Jimmy Garoppolo is sitting on or things like that. um, Because of all this stuff that's happened in the last couple of months.
0: I think the teams will want to change the way things happen, but the key is will agents and the players take less. Yeah. So when Lamar Jackson's deal is up and Baltimore is saying all the right things like, Hey, we want to, we want to make this happen. We want him to be here a long time. We're going to pay Lamar Jackson. It's like the team is saying all the right things to get the player and agent on the same page. But I, I just don't know that we would see an agent be like, well, because Carson Wentz ended up sucking and because Matthew Stafford forced his way out. And because Jimmy Garoppolo is terrible, like, my client's not. So that's not our problem. Yeah. Like if I were an agent, that's what I would say. Like, you know, Josh Allen's going to get paid soon. Lamar Jackson's going to get paid soon. Baker Mayfield's going to get paid. And the chances that all three of those guys end up being like worth their contracts, probably not great, but their agent is not going to be like, Oh, well Carson wins. So we better take less. Yeah. I remember right with like Jack Prescott on his contract, he wanted four years and the Cowboys wanted five. I wonder if we start to see, contracts get shortened like we did in baseball Uh, so Mm -hmm. many guys used to expect 10 or 12 year deals Mm -hmm. then they started kind of regressing and back I mean we just saw Trevor Bauer take a three-year deal with a lot of opt-outs now he's a little bit older but I wonder if you know some of these up and coming quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson who's probably gonna be the next guy I wonder if he takes a four-year deal and kind of bets on himself It's like you know what I'll reevaluate what happens after four years the team might not be as on board for that but i wonder if that's That's how we see them you guys know baseball a lot better than i do so correct me if i'm wrong i think in baseball it changed though because it was the teams were getting screwed right Mm -hmm. and so and but so the players are getting more money up front probably right so it kind of evens out it's really it's just shorter maybe not and that's what i think it would be This is something the NFL Players Association has had a lot of trouble with. You have 1,700 players, right? So educating those players that, hey, this is what we need to do. You know, the NFLPA looked at Russell Wilson not that long ago. It was like, you are the guy that can get a fully guaranteed contract. You have that leverage. And he didn't do it. And a lot of people were upset with him for not doing that because they felt like he was good enough to create a precedent. And to the fact that when it came right to Patrick Mahomes, no one was even like, oh, yeah, fully guaranteed. It's like that ship sailed. So I – I think it would be great for players if that were to to be the case, but it's getting all those players to turn down because you see six years, $80 million versus four years, 60 million or whatever. And it's like, Oh, well I want more money. I'll take the longer year. Right. It's like the opposite of buying a car. Everybody wants a lower payment. They don't realize they're banking a car payment for eight years. The quarterback position is so different that it's like, it's its own beast. Mm -hmm. It's different from left tackles or corners or pass rushers. They need a salary cap. They almost do. Yeah. It, I would it's agree. kind of out of hand yeah also out of hand tom brady <laughs> speaking of out of hand I, I, like, I, I loved it uh we were doing our radio show yesterday from two to four central while the parade was going on and given the fact that tampa beat kansas city and we are in the kansas city area ish i had a good time basically live commentating the parade for all the chiefs fans who didn't get to watch it because they were at work I really enjoyed that. And Tom Brady was the highlight of the day by far. I love that Tom got wasted. I love the video where he's like, take me to Waffle House. Like it's just amazing. Or it him throwing great. the trophy. Like now we know he was pretty drunk when he threw the Lombardi trophy. Yeah. <across> <Waffle Ocean. laughs> I don't even know. And I, so here's the thing, but I saw so many haters this morning on Twitter being like, "Who knew all Tom Brady had to do was get trashed and we would start liking him?" Shut your mouth. <laughs> Some of us have liked him since Michigan, and I think really since he got on Facebook and stuff and Twitter, people were like, cool. "Oh, this is the real Tom Brady. Like he's approachable, he's likable." Okay.
1: Yeah. I, well, this
0: social media is better than almost every quarterback's. In the NFL, okay. I think
1: Okay. Um, I am definitely one of those people who did not particularly love Tom Brady beforehand. Um, I respect him, but seeing him that trash and having not he did have a responsible person that was helping him get to where he was going. He was not being irresponsible. Some people were like, his kids were on that boat. I'm like, I don't care. He was having a good time. He literally doesn't drink all the time and eats almonds and avocados. Like he was gonna get wasted. Like there was no chance, like. Two beers was like what the the max was going to be for him.
0: Three scallops and drink two bottles of wine. Yeah, that's just not that's a good law average. of averages. It's not good. It's not you guys good. At sitting
1: all. on that <laughs> joke. All right, it was one time. Okay, I sorry. I like scallops and bottles of wine. It is what it is.
0: Okay. Mobile page is a different animal, <laughs> right? Everybody talks about mobile map. Uh, uh-uh. I want to hear it ever again. I was great this year. I was well behaved. Okay. I
1: we were in a pandemic. That doesn't count. Wait till okay. next year. You're jinxing yourself for next year. But anyways, I support drunk Tom Brady. I thought it was hilarious. I also think Gronk lived up to his expectations um, in terms of drinking and partying. Um, I love him. Arizona taught him well. And uh, just wanted to give him a shout out too. But also Tom's drunk tweet to the yeah. video of him was the best part of the whole day. Like that, like he had someone responsible to like get him where he needed to go, but not responsible enough to take his phone for him not to tweet. And it was a fantastic tweet. So I hope he's feeling better today. Um, it doesn't
0: what? The video of the quarterbacks, is that the one you're talking about? No, he had he also had the tweet. There's like just a little bit of avocado avocado
1: tequila. Reaction. He like yeah. quote tweeted it. Yeah, of him like the one where he's being like basically carried off the boat. Um yeah, it's a really good tweet. So Tom Brady, Brady, who knew to... who knew Tom Brady was likable? Like, who knew that it just took him getting drunk to be likable? It is what it is.
0: I knew this. I'm a big Tom Brady fan. And yeah, we know I'm just telling you guys didn't get to do tailgate tour last year because of the pandemic and because of mellow and i's job change when tailgate tour comes back that will be me first stop like big country will be there taking my phone guiding me to my golf cart that's what it will be like i
1: like how you're picking austin to be responsible for you out of all of us
0: oh yeah definitely what who else would i pick <laughs> this guy <Come>
1: on.
0: <laughs> him more drunk on a thursday night when he had to teach the next day than tom brady was at his own super bowl parade so not not i've also been quoted as saying i'm not your babysitter i'm not gonna like we are all adults Um, outside of age i'm not gonna take care of you when you're drunk
1: i could thank you mellow i could be blacked out wasted and if someone is in in Danger or like doesn't look like they're doing well. I will like snap into mom mode so quickly. Um, it, you got to make sure you use your hand sanitizer too in a pandemic. Don't look make give that look, Matt. Um, I was very very intoxicated and in still using hand sanitizer all in mobile. Just heads E-tizer. up, tizer guys. Yeah.
0: Sixty. Hey, by apart? the way, never mind. I'm, in, I'm not gonna.
1: No, nope, let's not. Let's move on. Let's move on to something more exciting.
0: Go ahead, take it away.
1: No, we're going to talk about Carson Wentz trade buzz.
0: Yeah, let's do that. Carson, yeah, it's heating up. Uh, more teams getting involved. I really thought by the time we sat down tonight, he might be traded. So thank you, Philadelphia, for waiting until my mock draft came out. Okay. Very much appreciate that. And, but it sounds like other teams getting involved, Washington uh, getting involved, Carolina, obviously the Colts and Bears to the favorites, but it does sound like we got maybe four teams getting in on Carson Wentz, which I'm not. I'm not a big Carson Wentz guy. I think he was pretty terrible this past year. But he, this is like a car that needs a part changed. The car is salvageable. Rotate those tires, right? You know, oil change. You know, maybe a new carburetor. I don't know, <laughs> something like that. And he would be fine. I do think Indy makes the most sense with Frank Reich there. Chicago has John D. Philippe, who was with him in Philadelphia as well the excuse me those two places do make the most sense to me i'm going to predict that this happens as soon as we're done recording
1: I, yeah i, I bet you're that this
0: on Friday, you're like what are you talking about you got traded last night yeah. to the chicago bears that's what i think is going to happen it just this has a thursday night feel to it so i do think that it is heating up i'm surprised that we haven't seen it yet um i think that those terms are just coming out we even saw a david montgomery with the chicago bears and a now deleted tweet thanking everybody in chicago Literally, everyone who and he thanked Michael Jordan, I think, uh, because he played in Chicago. So I think that he's part of a package that is going to Philadelphia. It just it all you're buying a conspiracy. Up.
1: Well, right and here's the thing. I mean, give Philadelphia back their Super Bowl MVP. Nick Foles, <laughs> right. please do he it
0: to, to himself. Well, <laughs> I to Philly. right. No one, no one who's in that statue is still there. I want to see Jalen Hurts start. I do too, but I think Nick Foles comes back as a
1: yeah backup. Say, he doesn't need he needs he's there for like mor- morale, like that's what he's there for.
0: He's the ultimate backup. Yep. that's, yeah. that's my opinion of Nick Foles. Although backup on the Blaine.
1: field, number one in my
0: heart. After the Tom Brady stuff, Blaine Gower's the best backup quarterback in the NFL. When you take care of your forty-three-year-old starting quarterback while he's drunk, you're the best backup quarterback in the that's NFL. That's Mizzou grad for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Brad. That's a guy who attended Mizzou a right. little bit, played some football, and did a lot of drinking. Right? Yeah. And great hair. Yeah. And a little bitter.
1: A little bitter he won with them, but it's fine.
0: <laughs> it's cool with us. Yeah, yeah, get it. Definitely get it. Uh speaking of people, I don't know. I have no transition. Matt Campbell signed an eight-year deal. An extension. And I every time these come out, I'm like, okay, yeah. Another extension for Matt Campbell. Basically, it's going to give more money to the equipment staff, more money to you know some of the programs there. He this deal he will not coach out this deal. Even if he's there in eight years, he'll have a new one. It's like these are meaningless to me. Like it's good for the the assistants who are probably getting more money out of this. I do find them. It, this does not mean that Matt Campbell will be at Iowa State for eight years. It doesn't work like that. I think it increases the amount of money Iowa State is <laughs> going. to <get. laughs> <laughs> you made me do shots. <laughs> I have it stuck right here. That scared oh. the shit out of me, by the way. <laughs> You're doing great on YouTube. You guys, yeah. I, face. <laughs> I-, <laughs> I thought you were throwing up on me. <laughs> Not far from it. You know, I haven't been drinking a lot this Mobile. Oh my god, you guys.
1: We tried to scare each other so much in Mobile, and Mello got us good. That was so amazing to see Mello's face. I
0: <laughs> the worst tickle in my throat.
1: I need producer Matt to run that back and make it in slow mo.
0: <laughs> oh, good, thank you.
1: All right, well, so, I'm
0: I'm gonna. <laughs> I, I think you're right. He probably doesn't coach out this contract. <laughs> but as I was saying, I'm so sorry. I think this increases the value that Iowa State will get when he leaves. The, the buyout is going to be huge, and Iowa State is just going to get some of this money back. I'm just trying to help yeah. people say you have a scratchy voice on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I, you.
1: I, Thank I, you for <laughs> that. Yeah, whoever wrote that review saying I had a scratchy voice.
0: See if you covered that. No. I did.
1: Uh, <laughs> No, give <laughs> out of nowhere, it scared even Matt. <laughs> like one
0: of the, from the Simpsons, so like, <laughs> oh, you gonna compare to that. So, right? oh, to get oh. us
1: back on track, my question is what is more annoying the contract extension like this for a coach, which, by the way, I think he deserves it, he's a fantastic human
0: right. being,
1: or or <laughs> or home and home scheduled. 15 years in
0: advance. It's that I can't stand it. I've made this joke before. It's actually accurate. I could look, let's say Emmett is smart enough to go to the university of Texas. He's seven. I could tell him most of who they're playing his freshman year of college. Yep. I, I saw it. And I, have to the point now where I ignore it, I saw 2030 or like 2032, (laughs) which would be about the time he would be in college of these guys are already scheduling stuff. Like why? Like I get it. You want to make your job a little bit easier. You schedule these things out in advance. But wouldn't it just be more exciting to be like, okay, we're Alabama. We're number one. We want to play a top five-ranked team. We're going to schedule this thing out two years in advance because really anything like further out than that, you have no idea what's exactly. going on. Yeah. I remember when there was like a Louisville verse someone and it was like oh my god that games gonna be amazing well lamar jackson left louisville wasn't good anymore mm-hmm. you know yeah. or you get excited about like miami versus ohio state well miami's terrible right or not terrible but they're down you know so here's the best one i remember when usc scheduled with alabama not recently oh, yes. when nick saban first got there they were playing and at the time it was like why the hell would a powerhouse like usc schedule alabama who's down in the dumps by the time that game was played usc sucked and alabama was the powerhouse right it's- so the you don't worst. need to schedule these things out 10 to 20 years in a Texas but well, well, Yeah. That was great. That was great.
1: And even this year, like <laughs> we saw that you can do it quickly. Like it doesn't need to be this far in advance. Like give people what they want and have it be like when you know both teams are going to be good and it's actually going to be a good matchup. Like that's the kind of thing yeah. that I want. Um, which is exciting because Arizona and Alabama have a home and home schedule. I think it's in the next five years-ish, maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah. very much what?
0: Who are you going to cheer for?
1: Well, obviously Arizona, but if, Kristen... Be in
0: Alabama, so...
1: <laughs> if Kristen is <laughs> listening right now, if Kristen is listening right now, I'm obviously going to
0: root for Alabama. Nick... Nick, you, will, you will root for Alabama. In five years, Nick will not be the head coach of Alabama. What? You think he will be? In five yeah. years? Nick was 69 years old. I know.
1: He had hip replacement surgery and was on a treadmill like three days later. I am not putting it past him he to continue
0: coaching. coaching. Right, I think in five years, he still could be. Man. I mean, we saw some guys coaching until like their 80s. Well, okay. like, like at that point, yeah, you're not really coaching. You're just kind of the figurehead on the sideline. But I think we could see that from Saban. No problem.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Good. I hope he is. He's great for college football. I would he just is. be shocked if 74-year-old Nick Saban He's gonna be five foot three by then. <laughs> oh my gosh! Still kicking ass, though. right? I wouldn't fight him. No, hell no. I want to live. Uh, good news for us, Kansas City Royals fans. Paige's future husband, Andrew Benintendi, is now a Kansas City Royal. That left field position. Alex Gordon retires. Boom, bam. Twenty-six year old with. I'm gonna go ahead and just be a homer. All star potential now in left field. So Paige, when do you move to Kansas City?
1: Yeah. Um, Here's the thing. It was rumored that Oakland was in talks to get him. And I'm so angry that he is not in Oakland A. But this is the this is the second best spot. What?
0: He probably vetoed the trade and was like, yeah. I'm not going to Oakland. Oakland. No.
1: Um, he probably picked Kansas City. Um, but I um absolutely love Andrew Banatendi. One of my best friends hosts a Red Sox podcast for Barstool. Shout out Steve. Um but they love Andrew Benatendi, and he is obviously very nice to look at, but also a fantastic baseball player. He had a down year, and what you guys were able to trade for him is nothing compared to the potential that he has on the field. So very, very jealous. Also going to be in Kansas City a lot more now because of that. So so um, I'll be like, yeah, I'll come visit you guys, and it's mostly because we'll go to baseball games and see Andrew Benatendi.
0: When you come visit us in Kansas City, there's this little brewery. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Boulevard, and no way. they have this awesome beer hall. And it's in a great part of town in the Crossroads. And there's like, you can try all their beers. There's a tour, a gift shop, and they have the rec deck where you can play like shuffleboard and all these like games. And there's a patio with a view of downtown Kansas City. It's small, it's quaint. I don't know how many people have heard of it. So I'll, when we when you come to Kansas City, I'll take you there.
1: Oh, and you said it's, it's Boulevard.
0: Yeah, yeah. Boulevard Brewing Company. What it's called. Yeah. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Really good beer. The unfiltered wheat is my favorite. Mm. Cool. Do they have any stronger beers that you like? Uh, Tank Seven, pretty strong. It's like a farmhouse ale. It's good. It's good. Nice. I'll have to look them up. That was natural, right?
1: (laughs) That was very (laughs) organic, guys.
0: (laughs) Thank you. That's what they pay us for, right? Just find some weird reason to mention it in the show. Okay. Exactly. time the Royals come up, it's perfect. It is. Excited about this move, though. As a huge Royals fan, and like Paige said, what they gave up for it, I didn't think it was that much. No, nope. I'm happy about it. You get a guy that can play left field. You get a guy who's a left-handed hitter. You can hit leadoff for you. uh Royals are going to surprise people. Maybe I'm a little biased. Royals are going to surprise people this year,
1: which is going to make me sad. Which is going to make me so sad.
0: But um, I just want to some... tailgate, watch baseball
1: yeah like we that. are gonna see that's our next thing is tailgating watching baseball especially now because i love andrew attendee if i didn't say that How before you know just,
0: april 3rd. let's just put it on the calendar right now april 3rd it's a saturday uh oh, yeah.
1: see so can't be there because there's sort of like a big basketball tournament that's going to be going on during that um it's is uh still yes it's the first monday of april is usually national championship monday come on matt <laughs> Oh, Lord help me. Let's get to something that you actually know what you're talking about. It
0: is um, four weeks until the to end. Of draft month.
1: season. Okay. Yeah, yeah so I understand. I understand. Like I said, let's get to something you actually are are familiar with. You have a mock draft. Tell the people where they can find it, where, what they need to be doing in terms of subscribing. I know we talked a little bit about your website, but let's, let's get the plug in right here.
0: Plug it. Uh, TheDraftScout.com. It actually launched on the 11th. So if you're a subscriber, though, you got the seminar mock draft a day early. So, yeah, I thought normally I would do this right after the Super Bowl. Had a little bit of a delay this year due to some uh, timing issues, but I'm excited for it. All 200 and I think 12 picks before comp picks are up there and people can rip it apart. But, you know, so far, a lot of people have been very happy with it. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, But also Monday, I'll have a top 300 big board that comes out with positional rankings. Tuesday, my scouting notebook returns, which is all the like rumors and news and notes. And I'm actually debuting a new little feature in it called Drink of the Week because I partnered with a bartender and he's making custom drinks each week. So if you're like a, you're at home, you still want to make good drinks, that's going to be in there. I'm excited for that part of it, not going to lie. And then tonight, right after our podcast, I'll be hopping on a subscriber virtual Q&A. So there's all kinds of fun, and it's thedraftscout.com. So you'll be able to talk about this Carson Wentz trade, I predicted, live. Yes, at. when it happens.
1: Live in person.
0: Did you mention your? Discord I have channel? not mentioned the. Di- there's so many things going on. It's hard to mention it all at once. So there's a Discord channel that has over 700 people in there. There's easily a million people. <laughs> you guys-
1: Sorry, you guys won't get this, and I hope there is someone that is listening with their wife, but you just said it's hard to mention it all, and there's a real Housewives quote that it says, mention it all, and I really hope that somebody gets that reference, because it is actually the funniest thing ever, and she's talking about, like, her movies, adult movies in a past life, so, but that, that, Matt doesn't have those, I don't think.
0: <laughs> nope. <laughs> right? No. Don't think so. Anyway, there's a Discord server with like a million people in there and they just talk football all the time. They're all I don't think they work. All I don't know what of, they do. So it's all they do is talk football. And it's mm-hmm. so if you're looking for somewhere that's not Twitter and you want to talk football, you can talk, you know, your team specific, draft specific, whatever whatever you want to do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I also
0: feels like there's a million channels in there as well yeah it's like you say 32 teams have a channel college football teams have a channel so you can it's more the podcast has a channel yeah it's much more specific to what you want as a fan yeah i'm in there as much as i can be
1: and i mean this is also a good place to tell us what you want to hear on the podcast i know a lot of people have said we want to hear more draft stuff on the podcast well matt writes really well and is it's you. you pay for it to, to see his draft stuff. So we'll definitely give you teasers here, but, um, let us know what specifically you want that to expand on, on the podcast. And we'll, we'll try and make it work here. We'll, we'll hype him up a little yeah. bit, but not too much. Cause I can't handle that.
0: No one can, no one can do it, but it is almost Valentine's day. So we're going to take a little break to pay some bills and then come back and get you ready for Valentine's day.
1: All right, guys, we are back and it is almost Valentine's Day. So we decided that we are going to do ranking random things with the best love songs. So, guys, let's start with our bottom, our number three and work our way up. How about that? So let's have Milo go first.
0: Hello. Hello? Do you want me to go first? Okay, I'm going with a um Strawberry wine. Who has not been 17 and been like just chugging some strawberry wine and listening to this song? I feel like it just, everybody can relate to this song. Strawberry wine, 17. 17. Hodge, Hodge Laman Lama. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great song. Saw everything. Keep going. It is a great song. I don't want to anymore. Right? <laughs> that, it's really like, surprise, my list isn't that serious, but that's, it's gotta be a great one for every young lover out there. <laughs> like, let's get in the back seat with some <laughs> strawberry wine, right? Boone's Farm, get that sponsorship going. That's what I thought they were drinking.
1: Good Lord, right? Matt, is yours going to be serious?
0: Mine are very serious. Uh, okay. I'm gonna. I'm going to tell an embarrassing fact on this show today uh, that I told you guys, uh, my girlfriend and I both like have jobs where we can listen to music all day. I listen to music while I write. She listens to music while she works and we have like a shared playlist that we throw songs in there and it's like, Oh, this song makes me think of you or like this song, like we relate to it in some way. So I have like the corniest fucking playlist ever. And I don't care. You know what? If anybody needs it, I'll share it. It's a, it's a good one. (laughs) It's a, it's a good playlist. I would like to be included in that. i <laughs> <Right. laughs>
1: <laughs> no, is just gonna drop random songs <laughs> that are about yeah,
0: sex in there. Yes, in there. <laughs> I have but, strawberry wine in there 50 right. times. You guys are like, why the hell <laughs> is this song <laughs> on again? Right? <laughs> I don't like strawberries. So my number three song uh, is from Brothers Osborne, and it's called "I Don't Remember Me." It's a great song, uh, but also one of the lead lead. I don't know, one of the lead people of that duo uh, recently came out. And to do that in country music is like one of the bravest things anyone could do. So definitely wanted to get one of their songs there. But also, I just like that song a lot.
1: Yeah. Shout out TJ. That was awesome. Um, I'm glad that he um, can be who he is and uh, make some really fantastic music. I um, am going to go with Yellow by Coldplay. Um, I just love this song. I, I think it's. What? How's that one go? No, I'm not singing on the podcast. You know be
0: funny <laughs> to change yellow in that song to mellow. If you changed it every time, you said and it, and it was
1: it. all mellow.
0: <laughs> Someone please do, do this. it. Oh my and God. It. Whoever,
1: producer Matt, if you could figure out a way to get mellow into that and and play it, that would be fantastic. Um, he'll sing the vocals for it. I will not. But yeah, I think the song Coldplay by Yellow, if you listen to the lyrics, is amazing. And Coldplay is just like a fantastic band in general. So, i um, glad to pump them up.
0: Mellow. all love Coldplay so much. Yeah, I'm sure you guys love Coldplay. Um, I'm, I'll go with, I have one serious song, so I'll go with my wow. other non-serious song, which is actually my number one. <laughs> and I think when you're talking about love songs and just like things that get you in the hashtag feels, you have to mention Ludacris, and fantasy, Uh, I just, I mean, he pretty much tells you what to do (laughs) in the song. Like, who hasn't ever been in, you know. The 50-yard line where the Dirty Birds kick for three. Right? Ooh! There's just so much in that song that really just takes me back and brings back emotional memories for me (laughs) about love and in my youth. I can remember when that song came out, not being that old, and being in the car with our mom coming back from one of your basketball games, and it came on... Because radio and like singing that song in the car with your mom is uncomfortable as shit. So, not. I just
1: that's like one step away from like let's. I mean, actually, it's a step above. Let's get it on. But I'm surprised that that wasn't like on mellow's list as well. I
0: really thought it was going to (laughs) happen. But I replaced it with strawberry wine. amazing so again i went very serious with this list because you guys like left me alone all day to work and then it was like hey we're doing uh you know random rankings top three love songs i took this seriously uh because i'm hashtagging my feels apparently <laughs> so tyler childers shake the frost i'm not even gonna elaborate great song listen to it he's one of my it's a metaphor right? the whole song's a metaphor yeah so i i actually love that song too Okay.
1: He's a guy that not many people know about, but I think is absolutely going to blow up in the next couple of years. So definitely listen to that,
0: that song. Lady Bay on here from the hit series, Glowstone. Another great song of his. She's like, are we about to have sex? And then he's like, no, I'd rather dance first or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually dirt. Spoiler <laughs> that,
1: that, Ooh, okay. I'm going to go with...
0: Playing. You tell she's from California because <laughs> that, that was like the most moving part of the show to me. Right, <laughs> right. We about to fucking hurt. That's what she said. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right? Literally. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Somebody's not from Missouri.
1: I knew this would get out of hand, but I wasn't sure how out of hand it would get. Um, but uh, I'm gonna go oh, with something.
0: Oh, another
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. All right. I'm gonna go with something that's gonna aid show my age for sure. Mm -hmm. This song is not necessarily one of the best ever, but it's something that I like. I know every word to this song. I think it's so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) It's I'll Be by Edwin McCain. And I think it's the only song that he had that was popular. He also came out saying it wasn't necessarily a love song, but it's so catchy. And also if for all of my younger generation, if you've ever seen the Cinderella story with Hillary Duff and Chad Michael Murray, there's a scene where they like like dancing it. And for some reason I was like sold and thought that was the cutest thing ever. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to go with that song. I'll be. And like, I've, that's probably the most listened to song on my iTunes. Like if you look to see how many times, probably like a thousand, because I just think it's so cute. So I took it seriously, guys.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a great one. My last one, before we get into Heartbreak songs, I had to represent George Strait on here and Carried Away. That is a real one that I actually love. Like, that's a good love song that I feel very emotional about. Aww, I love George Strait. So. So I don't care. It's just a good song. It's- <laughs> that's
1: a song say, that Marshall say, likes, not Mellow
0: pessimistic person in the world to rank love songs was a mistake yeah not a mistake you knew he we was
1: the doing. one that suggested we do valentine's day i was like hey should we do some dress i was like should we do valentine's day and i was like sure if you want to oh, no. so
0: yeah, <laughs> i have post
1: the receipts to s- show that Mello wanted to do this segment you so expect
0: me to take it seriously that's where you must
1: yeah that is true all right matt what's your your final
0: so my favorite one, and this is actually my favorite song of all time. It's Cover Me Up by Jason Isbell. And if you say Morgan Wallen, <laughs> I'll punch you in the face. I swear to God. And no talent, okay, no skill.
1: Okay, okay, right. okay, okay.
0: So this is the original love. Song, we're talking about
1: love. Let's be positive. It is a very, very I
0: romantic song. Morgan face. The original song by Jason Isbell is amazing. And I'm sorry that somebody <laughs> radioed it up and took all the emotion out of it and then you know showed us all that he was an ass clown. So the original one where there's actual emotion and he writes this song when he's getting out of rehab to his wife who helped him get sober. This is the greatest song of all time. Definitely the greatest love song of all time.
1: I love that song.
0: It's so is that beautiful. your favorite song? Do you think that's the best song of all time? I, to me, it is like the-
1: The best yeah, love song? I
0: what think it's, song? it's my favorite song of all time.
1: Okay. That shows that Matt is a true romantic. Mine is more of a
0: effort, so yeah, just good writing. That's true. me.
1: Mine is a recent one, by the way, I like agonized over this list because I have so I have a full list of like 20 love songs that I'll post later because I couldn't think like of narrowing this down to three. Um, but I picked Speechless by Dan and Jay just because I mean that it's, the most beautiful voice i've ever heard in my life um and also just the most romantic song um i think that's out there currently that's like a relatively new song um but i did have a lot of like older songs by like frank sinatra and sam cook and all those people that i i wanted to have on this list and a lot of kenny chesney a lot of kenny chesney is on my other list so but speechless yeah. is by far my
0: favorite <laughs> I said you had me at Sam Cook, and then you lost me at Kenny Chester. <laughs> Sorry, that's I have such idea. a diverse. Oh, yeah. You what? Ode Redding, Reading, Sam Cook. That's that's my jam.
1: Oh, I didn't know that about you. Maybe you are romantic. Oh, yeah. uh, that's Marshall's okay. favorite.
0: Marshall. Mella. Marshall works. mellow. <laughs> People don't realize <laughs> it's all two deal. sides of a coin, mm-hmm. right? Uh, how about some? Okay, you're going to be really good at this side of it, though. Heartbreak song. And mine is none other than Justice Beaver. Love yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber, Love Yourself. <laughs> I, the first time I heard this song, in all seriousness, I was moving out of my, hor- my house. Going Four, through- <laughs> 40 and 40, I was moving out of my house. <laughs> what? House. There's no R in that word. House and going through a divorce. And I heard this song and I was like, holy shit. I love this song and I still do. I'll belt it um, out whenever.
1: In case you guys are wondering if our podcast is genuine and real, like that is just like some raw emotional information that Melo just shared with the class. And I'm so glad that he did, but that also is a really great song. If you haven't heard it, please
0: go listen to it. Also, true furthering the story one time we were doing something at his house i think we were getting ready to go somewhere and the song came on like one of our spotify's or whatever and i was like oh dude you have to listen to this song because i was then going through a divorce and he was like yeah i know yeah lived it yeah it's like write it. <laughs> yeah like this is autobiographical here yeah uh page you like to go next
1: I would love to. Um, mine is Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn, but also if you hear the new yeah. version with Casey Musgraves, oh buddy, does that okay. cut you deep?
0: I oh my Casey god, no, so you've never it, heard Neon um, Moon? Like reloaded album. It's like the reboot. Oh,
1: it's amazing.
0: Have somebody else sing them? Yeah. Oh my god.
1: They they I sing with them. God. Um Red Dirt Road with Cody Johnson. <laughs> Send me over the moon. I love that <laughs> album.
0: I'll cry. I'll cry. I don't care
1: brand new man with luke combs yeah that
0: um, one gets yeah, me a that bad. One. okay i've heard that neon moon musgraves is honestly better it is beautiful yeah the- i swear to god
1: it i was is- gonna ask
0: which version so it, no
1: i i love both versions but the one with casey musgraves is by far the best so neon moon if you're really going on this valentine's day if you're alone just put that on and cry and drink and you'll be totally fine
0: oh yeah Damn it, that's a great song so i went with we're big taylor swift fans in the joplin office huge taylor swift fans actually but i'm also a big rustin kelly fan and he was married to casey musgraves everything connects on this show he redid taylor swift's song all too well but he does it in like this grungy like stripped down way and it's like he might kill himself um you know like i don't know if he's because like the whole song he's like looking back on like a relationship that's gone and like the high points of it and like it's good, trust me. Check it out, but don't kill yourself. That's bad. No. Call me before you even think about it.
1: Yeah, feel so, free to call us, like, DM uh, us, talk about love. We're here.
0: Yeah. Put a bow on this thing, Paige. What is the name of your love song playlist?
1: Um, I don't have a playlist. I made a <laughs> list, but <laughs> if am I supposed to have <laughs> a playlist Joke, that, that really I'm sharing
0: with everyone? <laughs> <laughs> like you have to name a playlist. So Matt, do you have like a name for your shared playlist? Yeah. What is it i don't know if it's appropriate sound podcast <laughs> uh, I, I swear i'll show it on my phone it's my babe that's what it is oh, okay that's not that bad right oh now 69 <laughs> he's not joking <laughs> <laughs> okay, i've seen the playlist
1: all right Go you know on. what that's a perfect segue into just the tip you guys mm-hmm. We it have really a is. lot.
0: It was coming off the rails. It really is. It's we really have a old.
1: lot of Valentine's Day, just the tips. If this is someone's first episode listening to us, they're gonna be like, what is wrong with these people? But you know what? We like to have fun. Um, just the tips. Okay. So i Mello, do you want okay. to to read these? Let's let's hear them.
0: Yeah. Well, I still can. Uh first one here. Do you do guys get gifts for Valentine's Day asking for myself? Uh I think this should be a no-brainer, yes, but I don't know that everybody says that. Yeah. Um, I think if you're... Yeah, I think they do. I'm weird about Valentine's Day, and I am I don't like to get gifts. I like to give them. So I'm always like, they eh, don't give me anything. Mm-hmm. You
1: know? It's just even get a card. Like, I think it's in so, equal parts. It's not about, like, spoiling the girl and showing her how much you love her. Yes, it's part of it, but, like... It's a mutual thing. I think it's for everybody. So yes,
0: I'm also with Matt. Don't ever. I don't need a card. Like do, save the three fifty. That's a cash know? holder. That's all that is. Yeah. If you give me Thanks a card, I well. look for cash in it. Like somebody did that recently. <laughs> got me a card for my birthday, and I was like, "Some what? drop out of this?" Or I love
1: cards. So if you're listening and you want to date me, you have a I love
0: cards. Cards in your closet. What do you do with them when you're done? You do. Okay. <laughs> I absolutely <Take> do. <laughs> okay. They're really good for starting bonfires, too. Um, I've been dating this girl for three weeks, but we haven't had the relationship talk yet. Do I get her something for Valentine's Day? I think are you always err on yes. Like, of course, just go for it. Do it. It's one of the things you have to ask the answer, Jeff. Yeah, you don't have to get her yeah. like a fucking watch or something like flowers, candy, flowers, party. boom. Yeah, just do the simple thing. Yeah, six flowers, boom. You don't have to do a full dozen on this. I like to throw in one that's fake and be like, I'll love you till this last flower's dead. Boom, doesn't yeah. die. i love you forever. It's like, or you do like the dozen, like white and the one red and be like, this is our first of many. Mm-hmm. Stand out, right? pretty cocky. Yep. Page.
1: Page. Good Lord. Right. Send her flowers. You don't need to get that crafty. Go for the full dozen. Don't be cheap.
0: <laughs> There's just so much there when you go full dozen, right? All right. Big difference. Uh, This next one I love friends with benefits, yes or no on gifts. What I want to say, I can't because even though I'm now self employed, I might have to fire myself. (laughs) So (laughs) I would say no on this one. I would say no on this one as well. Like, yeah.
1: I would say if you're friends with benefits and you are considering getting a gift that means that you don't want to be friends with benefits, so maybe have the conversation and be honest with yourself about the fact that you want to be more than friends with benefits.
0: Thank you. Uh, Great analysis. I do, too. You really psychology that one. Yep.
1: Yep. That was easy.
0: Look at that. Uh, Moving right along on this next one. Loved hearing you guys talk about Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers and romantic comedies, and it got me thinking, what are your favorite rom-coms valentine's day we gave favorite love songs what about favorite so i read this question in advance and could not think of a single romantic comedy that i like i can see one uh what's the ryan reynolds one and proposal yeah the we talked about that
1: that's the most underrated that's the most underrated rom-com of all time i love that rom-com so much and it's very very underrated it's not the top of my list but it's like
0: top three you have a list i have a list so here's <laughs> what this might say a lot. My go-to's were like the breakup, you know. Like that's not a romantic comedy, it's, is yeah, it? Like yeah, that. it is. Not for Valentine's Day, though. Yeah, for Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. Question says for Valentine's Day. Look so, um, I have
1: I like plenty. Our
0: other guy who asked the Friends with benefit question. What about the movie Friends, Friends with, with Benefits? Ben? <laughs> that's a good Congratulations. one. Congratulations. one with Justin Timberlake that came out at the exact same time.
1: Um, no strings attached
0: bingo those two 30 there you go. gotcha all three of those movies on valentine's day you did it wrong right or the notebook do you just go full on that's a romantic
1: movie i don't consider that a rom-com but i'm gonna give
0: you it's hilarious so i
1: i can't believe that you wouldn't choose (laughs) i i'm pretending that you're not saying anything um i'm gonna go ahead and say how to lose a guy in 10 days Shout out Matthew McConaughey, Texas guy. Feel like you guys would support him, and also Sweet Home Alabama, which by the way was filmed in Georgia. Just found that out recently, so just throwing that out there.
0: I do like both those movies. That's that's true. I I think I do like some romantic comedy because I just couldn't think of any. Yeah, I am actually. I think I said it on our last episode. Kind of a sucker for a good rom com. I get it.
1: Mm. Yeah, those are our suggestions. That, but the proposal, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's so good. I do like
0: the proposal. Last one for the night. I have a first date Friday night, and I'm really excited about it. This is not me; it's someone else. Uh, The problem is that I was stalking her Instagram. We all do it. Don't judge me. That is (laughs) true. That is me. That's correct. And I accidentally (laughs) liked a post from four years ago. (laughs) Do I bring it up or just let it ride? You bring it up. (laughs) Self-deprecation. You You bring it up and be like, "Hey, four years ago, I know you saw. I'm an idiot. I was." Going through your Instagram, everybody does it, and I mm-hmm. liked to photo four years ago. Own it.
1: Wait, no, bring it up if it's going well. Like, give it some time. Like after like the first drink, like give I, it some time. I, Don't be like, by the way, I'm so sorry, I liked your photo right away. Like that's creepy. It's I like
0: you like, your Instagram, huh? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah give it some time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and if she's that's, a person to post a lot, because I've accidentally done this too. If she posts a lot, like, you're really in the weeds. Like you, you've been back there. Four years ago
1: for me would be a, a really big
0: scroll. <laughs> same like that's a <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i make- wouldn't care i would be glad that they were looking at my instagram and also and were like glad. i'd be like oh okay they thought i was attractive four years ago that's still a good sign like you know what i mean
0: i've gotten better looking with age so if you thought i was good looking four years ago hold on and i love the part <laughs> that is like we all do it don't judge me like everyone so does it male female whatever are both, of,
1: are both of your profiles public yes yep Okay, I don't like people that do private profiles. I just, annoy annoys the crap out of me. I'm like, just, yeah, what is there yeah. to hide? What?
0: Right. Yeah, that's how, I view it the same way. Yep.
1: I'm like, suspect.
0: A little weird. You're like, you're not that important, okay?
1: Yeah, <laughs> like if that. Matt Miller doesn't have his, then private, then you shouldn't.
0: Exactly.
1: Because he's super exactly. important. <laughs> anyway,
0: like
1: guys, people I think like we me. we made it through this episode, barely. Um, if you need love advice, maybe find a love advice podcast um, or just listen to my <laughs> answers and not Matt and Mello's. Um, but we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Uh, Matt, congratulations again Thank on you. thedraftscout.com. Go check it out if you haven't. Um, use two guys 20 to get 20% off of your manscaped before Valentine's Day. That's a big one. And, and maybe get some Boulevard beer for your man if you're a female listening to this podcast.
0: It's a great idea. Paige nailed it. Look at those plugs.
1: Boom.